Welcome, dear listeners, to a conversation that stares directly into the mirror of self-perception. My name is Ling, and today we're diving headfirst into the compelling questions that linger in the corners of our minds. Are you good-looking, or are you convinced you fall into the category of ugly? But here's the twist. What if the very standards defining our beauty are being manipulated by the seemingly toxic embrace of the media? And most importantly, how to become more good-looking? It's time to confront the reflections and challenge the narratives that shapes our sense of self. First, I would like to talk about the definition of beauty. Beauty, a concept as old as time, is not just about appearances, it's about resonance. Beauty is the harmony between what we see and how it makes us feel. It's in the uniqueness of every creature transcending societal norms. The media plays an important role in shaping our perception of beauty. From billboards to social media, it bombards us with selected images of idealized beauty. These visuals become the benchmark, influencing our self-esteem and creating an untainable standard. Influencers are the architects of trends. They seemingly perfect lives and flawless aesthetics captivate audiences through strategic content creation and lifestyle portrayal. They define and redefine beauty standards, contributing significantly to the visual vocab of our generation. Many people argue that the media's promotion of certain beauty standards is so toxic They say it forces unrealistic ideas upon us, making us feel dissatisfied with our appearances. I heard this opinion from a fellow university classmate a few weeks ago, and it got me thinking. I think there's a fine line between toxicity and personal choice in how we engage with these influences. The media portrayal of beauty is an art form itself. It captivates us, drawing us in with images of perfection. We are attracted to the beauty they showcase, and that allure drives us to invest in the products they advertise. The media understands our fundamental desires and exploits them. It is not a crime, but if being smart about it, is considered a crime then yes they are guilty we as consumers need to be aware of our choices and not entirely blame the media it's a two-way street where accountability plays a role in how we engage with beauty standards now after the long boring important explanation about the definition of beauty and the strategy of media making us throwing our money, let's move on to the more exciting part of how to become more good-looking. But first, let's get into the mindset behind that. 
In our mindset discussion, let's dig into the difference between accepting our appearance and settling for it. We're not advocating for complacency. Instead, it's about embracing our current physical state while actively seeking positive changes. Acceptance of our appearance doesn't mean settling for what we have. It's an acknowledgement of our unique beauty, irrespective of societal norm. In this podcast, encourages understanding that our current physical state is a canvas for positive changes. I have faced the challenge of loving aspects of my appearance that I found difficult. Transforming the mindset about our appearance involves acknowledging perceived flaws and actively working towards positive changes. It's a journey of empowerment where we redefine beauty standards for ourselves. So let's talk about the mirror moment. Instead of forcing self-love, I propose a two-step process, accepting your flaws and working on them. The first step is to look in the mirror, take a good look and feel. How do you feel about what you see? Are you 100% satisfied? Be honest with yourself. The relationship you have with yourself is the most crucial. If you lie to yourself, you have lost in life, I swear. This process involves a deliberate and honest examination of oneself. Looking in the mirror allows you to assess your feelings about your appearance. The emphasis is on genuine self-reflection and acknowledgement of any dissatisfaction. The core message is about fostering an authentic and truthful relationship with oneself as dishonestly hinders personal growth. Now, there are two potential outcomes. In the first scenario, after a prolonged gaze in the mirror, you smile, feeling confident, content, Well then, congratulations, you're gorgeous. Everybody hates you. You should skip the next step and get the hell out of here because I can't stand your perfect face anymore. I'm just kidding. We're all jealous of you, all right? Get used to it. However, if your smile is hesitant and you appear less confident, you might fall into the second scenario. But don't worry, I got your back, all right? The two scenarios illustrate the emotional impact of the the mirror moment. The first signifies self-acceptance and contentment, emphasizing that embracing one's appearance is sufficient. On the other hand, the second scenario indicates the identification of specific impressions imperfections such as wishing for thicker eyebrows or more defined jawline. These details set the stage for the second step in our journey. See, I told you I got your back. Now let's talk about the second step, 
if you find yourself in the second scenario where specific thoughts about improvement surface, it's time for the second step. This step is way more simpler than the first one. As one you've set a goal, you just need to head straight to the target. The second step is about setting achievable goals for personal enhancement. For instance, if eyebrows are concerned, simple grooming technique might be the solution. The emphasis is on practical and realistic changes that align with personal preferences, fostering a positive and achievable outlook and on personal growth. Are you worried about the upcoming challenges? Don't worry, because I got your back, alright? Let's move on to the next part. In this part, I'm going to talk about how to overcome challenges. Overcoming challenges is a fundamental aspect of personal growth and involves recognizing both simple and complex transformation. While simple changes like grooming eyebrows are accessible, some might pose financial or time-related challenges such as salon visits or cosmetic procedures. It's crucial to believe in yourself and invest in your personal development. If money is tight, focus on budget-friendly strategies. Efficient time management is a game-changer. Efficient, e- Effective time management involves prompt initiation of tasks and recognizing irretrievable nature of time. Procrastination is counterproductive prioritize tasks aligned with your objectives do not let external opinions hinder your progress especially when it comes to reshaping your appearance i want to forewarn you that there will be many people around you who mock you while you are in the process of self-improvement but let me assure you that they are merely coward and lazy individuals who are afraid to change themselves instead instead they try to pull others down to their level do not let such people shake your determination there is nothing shameful about being becoming more beautiful than before I know their insults will strongly impact your emotions, causing you to feel hurt. Your feelings matter, but your ego also matters. Do not let yourself be disappointed. The relationship between you and yourself is more important than the relationship between you and those negative people. I know many people consider investing money and time in appearance to be shallow and foolish. That perspective is the reason I launched my first podcast episode on physical appearance. While personality and knowledge are vital, the significance of physical appearance shouldn't be dismissed. Stay tuned for the upcoming podcast where I'll dive into the reason behind this perspective of mine.
Additionally, the reason I conduct this podcast in English, despite not being my most fluent language, is because I don't want these valuable pieces of advice to reach the ears of my exes. They surely won't listen to the podcast in English. I actually find this quite petty, but I still do it. So I guess the relationship between me and myself isn't fully complete. I hope that in the upcoming podcast episodes, the relationship between me and myself will become more sustainable. But of course, the upcoming podcast episode will still be in English. They don't deserve to listen to my wonderful bits of advice. And that's a wrap on our beauty odyssey. Remember, whether you're contouring your cheekbones or your life's path, it's all about finding what makes you feel beautiful. Until next time, this is Ling signing off. Thank you.